Welcome, uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, back to the DNM podcast, episode 11, a couple of days before Christmas time. So, our gift to you is this DNM podcast. Um, thanks to our sponsors today, Computer Aid at Teamutu, uh, helping Hicks get the internet since 1969, specialists in charging you for free services, upgrading you on stuff that you don't need, and selling country folk stuff the city folk chuck out. Uh, they got a Christmas special on at the moment. You get a free Tube 8 account with every home security camera set up. Uh, they have a great team out there because um, everyone, all on the staff are related. Um, Computer 8 Tiamudu. When you have time, they'll waste it. All right, let's get on to our podcast today. Uh, joining me, I have Maddie Cole. Hello. And Hayden. Is it good afternoon? Afternoon. Is it afternoon? Yep. Yep. Um, Hayden, you've just come back from Santa Photos. Tell us how the experience was. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff I'd rather be doing, um, but yeah, I'm just wearing a little bit more fairy dust than usual. Cool. And which package did you buy? Did you buy the keyring, the photo, or did you just take a, a photo on your on your cell phone like most people? Yeah, I'm pretty cheap. I just go for the standard six by four. But there is the um, playing cards option now. I've seen there. So if you want to have nice. king, king, queen, ace, jack. Um, they that can the, be part of it now. They do the whole fifty-two or just four? Um, only four. They only, oh. they only show four, but I'm, I'm guessing fifty-two. Wow, that must that sounds cheap. It's a fifty-dollar stinger right there. Yeah, potentially. Um, but I got away scot-free. There's a few other people that went all deluxe, and Suckers. I was thinking to myself, "Your kids are pretty ugly, and those are shit photos." But mm. hey, I like buying other people's family photos because then they flash up on the screen. Oh yeah, I'll have G21. It's not even my family, but it's quite cool. <laughs> is that that photo on your desk? I wonder yeah, who that yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But anyway, is, is, do they like print it straight away and then hold yep. it up and then like they almost guilt trip you into? No, they, don't, they show, show you on the screen. Uh, so, well, this is what I think they do. So they take heaps of photos, but then there's a delay between the time that you see them on the screen. And what I reckon they do is they, just for a laugh, put all your ugly ones first, and then you flick through, and it's always the last one. You're like, yeah, that's, oh, that's yeah. the one. I want that one. But I reckon they're just showing everyone else how ugly you are. Oh, yes. Yeah. But, you um, know, it's a good cause. And um, actually, there's an old girl there. I don't know if you remember her, um, Annie. Um, Sam's brother, sister, Farah. Yeah, oh, cool. She's there doing the photo. So, um, yeah. Medico, how's your um, social anxiety around um, Christmas time? Um, yeah, I went to pack and save this morning, and I almost just sat in the pet food aisle. There's, there's quite a lot of people, and it was quite overwhelming. That's yeah. why I like to shop either like eight a.m. on a on a Saturday or yep. like nine p.m. on a Saturday because there's less people. with just yeah, it's just it gives me anxiety to see so many people trying to buy bacon. I mean, the best place to get anxiety is the little um, lolly dispenser. We pick oh. fill your own. Just just have a munch on there <laughs> while everyone's walking past. Make me feel better here. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, cool. So um, you know, our theme today is very much in the Christmas spirit. Um, it's a classic topic, but today it's going to be unpacked uh, like never before, um, and the topic is love. Um, cute yeah it's cute it's deep it's deep um, what does it look like feel like sound like but also the relationship between hate and love because mm-hmm. hate is the opposite um, and I also feel people people do not give away love enough as they should but they, they give away hate is that because hate's easier it's easier the negative side's always easier but um, yeah we're just going to start kick it off by uh, can I just say on hate uh, sure I think the reason that it is easy is because love is the unknown. 
So you're giving yourself up uh, to something you don't know how it's going to pan out. Whereas with hate, it's happened and you've got something that's directly related to it. Has history. Like, hate has history. Yeah. And I don't know if you can just hate something for no reason. Mm. Does that make sense? But you can love something for no reason. Yeah. So, yeah, that's my two cents on hate. Cool. Well, let's start off with hate then. Let's turn this love chat into hate. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, let's, let's connect the two. Yeah, let's, let's, let's They're opposite. It. It's like... Yin and Yang. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we're on the same wavelength. This podcast. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yes, let's talk about the connection medical between hate and love. What do you think it is? Well, I'll start off by saying I think love is when you jizz inside someone you've just met. Oh. No, I can't. I can't take credit for it. I heard that in a joke ages ago. I can't take credit for that. Um, Yeah, love's interesting. eh? love, love and hate. I, I. I was thinking about the yin and the yang side of it. I don't know if I can confidently say that I, I think they're opposites because hate for me is a very strong word. And I don't think, you know, if I think to my previous relationships where I, you know, felt what I thought was love, I don't think I also then hated that person or that scenario. I think I disliked some things and f- for sure I think that's part of life. But I don't know if I can say hate. I feel like it's too too strong a word for me personally. I'm going to say um, hate is easy. So people people um, can give that or express that way more. For example, there's people who say, "I love my handbag, I love my dog," and then you say, "Do you love your sister?" And they go, "Oh, I don't know," because it's too complicated. Because the thing that you if the thing that you love has a beating heart or emotion, it's harder. To love but easy to hate you can hate broccoli you can hate your brother and sister people just say it without thinking about what that means so i think love is a bit more complicated so people um people back away from it they steer away from love it's too complicated hates too hates easy yeah i i, I think that they well they're potentially not it's not the polar opposite hates not the polar opposite to love i think they are still two sides to the same coin um, so for example like you will do something that you hate for the person that you love mm. does that make sense that makes a lot of sense like yep. line up yep. line up for that Santa photo um, that's not for me that photo is definitely not for me but it's for the person that I love so um, and then you will do things that um, what was I going to say he's actually just started crying so. yeah sorry tissues on the yeah that's yeah, a one um, and you'll do things for that person you love and the people that you love um, maybe despite the fact that someone else is going to hate you for it I think um, so if you've got mother-in-laws or uncles, aunties, grandparents whatever and they've said said to your better half like this person's no good for you but that person loves you they'll do that regardless I think so I think that while they're not necessarily opposite things they are kind of linked together in some way and you're right hate is a pretty strong word and you're also correct in saying that we'll throw hate out there like we hate waiting in life and we hate broccoli and we hate when you get, yeah when you get cut off um, but you don't often hear people say oh I love coming to work today you'll hear them say it sometimes yeah you're right you don't easy hear to say hate it's easier to say oh how's your day going oh man Fuck, I hate everything about I hate it Mondays. Yeah, I hate Mondays. You know? So, yeah, that's my take on it. I think they're linked somehow. To what degree, I don't know. I've had a spark. I think I can get the link. 
Okay. I think the link, now that I think about it, is the raw emotion that is almost unexplained in it. Like love, you know, you say, oh, I love, you know, like genuine love, like a partner. And then you almost can't explain why or how, but it's just like a feeling. And I think hate's the same as that. You have this visceral hate, anger, resentment, whatever, of someone or something. And it's, and it's more than emotions. It's almost more than itself and you can't explain it. I think that's how I think they're connected is that, you know, you can explain happiness pretty easily and give an example, but love, that's a bit harder. And I think that's the same for hate. That's mm. what I think the connection is. I think people need to stop throwing love away or giving it away too easily. Like you, saying that I love these curtains. Do you actually, why don't you just say you really like them? Because I think love should be, should be um, saved for something like, oh, it's something that's alive. Something that has a beating heart or something that's growing. Something that can reciprocate? Possibly. Something that can, yes, I like that. Oh, love should love be given back. to something that can reciprocate. So, oh. so two-way street. So Here you, we go. You can't love your sushi for lunch because it's not going to reciprocate that love, but you could love a, f- a flower in your garden because it's going to keep growing if you love it, look after it. Yeah, I think we're done then. <laughs> we, <laughs> just worked, we just worked it yeah. out. And we figured out love. So people need to, yeah. people need to A, stop, stop flicking that word love around too easily um, about inanimate things. Like I really like this table. Like I love that dress yeah. and, and your shoes. I love your shoes. Yeah. Do you? Because if you're going to quantify the, the love for that dress, why don't you say I love you to that person? Because that's all. Oh, it's taboo. You can't say I love you. That's like, phew. I love you for your dress. Yeah. No, I like the dress. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We could say the dress looks outstanding on you. Because imagine if you yeah. said this in the same sentence. You say I love your shoes, but I also love you as my life partner. Those things are like way different yeah. ends of the spectrum. They're not. You can't love shoes and then your partner. That's not yeah. the same. And some some couples wait for like a whole year to say I love you. Or a whole six months, but in one minute they go, "I love your bathroom." Yeah, good and point. The f- on the first date, I love your bathroom. Oh, what about me? No. Yeah, yeah, you've can't known do that me for seven months. Can't do that. Mm. Still deci- undecided. Yeah, I agree with that, man. And you know, we we do go to people's places and we go, "Oh, I love what you've done with the place." Yeah. You know, oh, what do you love about it? Oh, the light fittings. Yeah. The amount of light that gets into this room. Oh, that wasn't me. That was the architect. Who who do you? What's this? Is the social norm? What's acceptable and unacceptable? Who are the unacceptable and acceptable people you can say I love you to? I've got one that I think there's easy ones like you say your parents and your family. How often do you say that? I've I've started actively trying to say it a bit more because I think it is important. I think you forget. Yeah. And I, I try in phone calls by saying, and it's a bit, it is a little bit odd, I guess, as a 30 year old male saying, I love you, mum. But I think it's important and I need Why to not? say it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, how about this one? Cousins. Can you say, I love you to your cousins? Yeah, why not? Not while you're kissing them. <laughs> <laughs> Are you from Tiamuda? Uh, no, Gisborne. Um, that explains it. Yeah, it says enough, really. Um, I think you can, man. Like especially close cousins, you know. I suppose it depends on the relationship. You know, you know, if you spend a lot of time with them, and like, in, in my case, I spent a lot of time with my first cousins to the point where just about lived at their houses basically for like five hours every day, and we pretty close and got to know each other really well, and we did a lot of stuff on the holidays. So, I think you can, dependent scenario, dependent. 
It's um, what people people define love as kissing, holding hands. So when you go, I love my cousin, I love my cat. Mm. It's not, it's not always a fiction. And yep. then people, people. That's why. That's why we're going to unpack this. We're going to quantify love because people have these sometimes too low expectations of it, and then too high expectations of love. I think. I think if it can be reciprocated. Yeah, I think if it can be reciprocated and it's. Um, can you quantify it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it's, you can, but I think it's like if it can be <coughs> reciprocated and it makes you feel good each way, so it makes you feel good to love that personal thing or whatever is reciprocating back and it also makes you feel good when you get it back I think that's what it is what about a guy on your rugby team can you love him say I love you bro it depends how close you are on the ruck yeah, yeah if you're tackling from behind <laughs> rucking the wall still rucking the wall um, no I reckon you can because like that, that's that's a that's only one facet to that person so he's in your rugby team right and then you get to spend some time with him outside of rugby after functions you might have something in common and then go and do something in common with them I think you can yeah I think it I think it depends on how um, close it, the relationship is and how deep the connections are like for example might be a bit controversial but I, I think I could quantify love in saying that I love my dog more than I love my cousins but that's because I spend every day with my dog and I care for it and you know look after it whereas my cousins I see so you'd every be, couple of months but I still love them to some degree I don't think you'd if be, I had to quantify <clears> it Less than my dog. You'd be more sad if you'd you'd be more sad if your dog died than if your cousins died. Uh, Ooh, I don't know. May I mean, if it happened right now, yeah, probably because it'd be a bit more unexpected. But I, yeah, um, maybe, yeah, maybe. I think even though you, I don't think it can be quantified, but I think your heart finds a way to do it. Does that make sense? Yeah. So the more time you spend the more meaningful yeah. connection it makes like you're not actively thinking about love like with the parents you don't you know that you love them and you hope that they know that you love them but you don't actively go I really love them and how much but your heart does your heart weighs that all up and says this is how much they mean to you and it's probably not until you feel that loss that you realise how much your heart quantified it does that make sense yeah but see us now <clears throat> talking about hate and love where do, where do we get that definition from who taught us about love and hate movies exactly uh, it shouldn't but it does I think it, I think it especially yeah, it's it's people got yeah. a lot of conception about what love is especially the lovey dovey like that's the one you're the one for me kind of thing I the think one that, yeah the one that comes from potentially a lot of movies I don't know I've, well, actually good point I've never actually talked to my mum and gone well, why do we love things I've never asked that question. We've never had a conversation about love and who to love. But people do ask, so they go, are you in love with that person? I think the modern idea of love is a bit misconstrued too because I think, especially because all the social media and all the movies and media, that love is like perfect and that it's always good. You never fight. Everything is good. But actually, because that's what's portrayed in movies and media, but in actual fact, life is and love is the real love is compromised and it's sometimes it's not good and sometimes maybe you'd classify it as hate or don't like and you've and so therefore people don't know what love is or to to love properly i think i think i'm going to go back to um classroom days back to my english lesson on nouns so you have a um, common noun that you can physically touch like table phone yeah then you have your proper nouns 
people, countries, and then you have your collective nouns, and then love comes under abstract noun. That you can Ooh. you can have love. I don't know that. You can have love, but you um, you can possess it without physically touching it. Unlike having a pencil, you can possess it, but also physically touch it. So I think you have to spend more time on your abstract nouns, teaching about it and learning about it. Because if I say to a five-year-old, this is a table, and they go table, that's probably the end of that proper noun, I mean that common noun conversation. That's another table. You can't go, love, yeah. the curtain, look at the curtain, yeah. love, love, the curtain. So I think if you're a 30 year old male and you still need to talk about what love is, sometimes love changes. It's abstract. When something's abstract, it has different meanings to different people. So especially if you have kids, you, it's your job to teach them love. Not school. It's your job. You're the you're the you're the abstract teacher. So how do we how do we teach love or how do we learn love? Do you think exactly? That's why we're unpacking it. I don't think we do. I think we just think that we're just going to learn it by osmosis. But if you get negative love in your life, you're just going to think that's normal. If you're a kid and your your dad corrects your behaviour by whacking you heaps, it's like oh, he he feeds me and shelters me, but he whacks me. That's love. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep passing that on. Sometimes you fall in love and then you split with someone and you go, maybe that wasn't love and I thought it was. Yeah, good point. I, I think in the terms of, um, if we if I'm just using your theory on abstract, and so when we're talking about abstract art, that's made with no real direction or, you know, then at that stage it's, the art is whatever, yeah, is whatever is interpreted by the person that's viewing that art. So I think that's what love is. And like in the case of where your dad beats you because you went outside and got a hole in your T-shirt, potentially could be love because he's trying to show you to respect your belongings and stuff like that. Um, hopefully he's not hammering you to a pulp. He's just giving you a quick one-two and saying, look after your stuff. Um, and that can be interpreted as love and it could take a long while for you to experience or see something else that's love and then compare the two and then realise well actually maybe that version of love is different so you have to go through experiences to form your own I guess like understanding of what love is of what it is I think love is like the sands of the beach here we go because it changes it's it's formed depending on its environment oh. I think people try and concrete the beach too much and so why why can't love change depending on your environment you know you could have an, a, an idea of the perfect family and the perfect wife and you're too afraid to change that mould yeah but love you've because you've got to learn about love people what age do you know about love when do you know everything about love? Do you ever know everything Is about love? Is there an NZQA course? Is there a degree on love? How do you actually... Maybe 100 years from now, your EQ University might have a paper on love. Oh, EQ University, I could. That'll be 101. Nah, that would have to be a 401. <laughs> yeah. This, because yeah, there's, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes into love, though. Yeah. Like, so caring and behaviour. Compassion, and empathy. Compassion. Yeah, all that sort of good stuff there. Understanding. That amalgamates into love I think I think love is kind of like the the encasing part of all of those things so it's like the thing that we say so when we say I love the curtains or I love you 
that's actually an amalgamation of all those other things that we have for you as a person. And that's why you can love your dog and your rugby teammate and your neighbour because they mow part of your lawn that you that they shouldn't have to or that they don't want to or you don't want to and they just mow it anyway. You know, and then they'll bring baked goods over to your house. So I think it's I don't know if it I don't know what we can't quantify or define it. I think it defines those things that make up love. So what about what about the classic love and in love? Because people throw that around like, oh, if you're in love, that's top shelf. That's, you know, again, do we say I'm in love with your curtains? What is, what's the difference between love and in love? Because to me growing up, that was like two different things. And if you if you had a girlfriend that you liked and broke up with her, that was okay. But if you were in love and broke up, oh, that's a different level. You're the worst guy around. Yeah, I think um, I think the in love is potentially just an out clause for not loving anymore. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So it's like an easy way to break the ice and say, "Oh, we're not in love anymore," love. but I still love you. It's actually well. So there is a difference. No, that's what they would say to smooth over the fact that they don't love you anymore. And then they'll come back and go, and because we can't define love as being whatever this this and that, they say that oh, I still love you because I care for you. But that's different again. It's actually they still care for you, but they don't love you anymore. Maddie, do you, do you love your dog? And are you in love with your yeah, dog? Yes, yeah, that's what I'm trying to think is I would say I love my dog, but I wouldn't say I'm in love with my dog. Why not? So I think for me it seems like the words do, are different in the ter- in terms of what they mean and the understanding of them, so, so, like socially. Because, yeah, you're right. You wouldn't say I'm in love with a dog, my dog, but you say I do love my dog. But then I'm thinking is love not love? You know, is it not all the same? But maybe it's going back to that quantify thing. So maybe being in love is like the highest, um, you know, the highest one. It's the peak of love, whereas just loving as you can reserve it for curtains and shoes and dogs. So if if you love something or in love, you wake up every day and you think about it mm. and you can't stop thinking about it and you need to be with this thing that you're in love with, does that sound like in love? Is that another step? Uh, yeah, I'm just trying to think if like in love is like a phase of love, the most intense part to make you then love that person or yeah. that thing. So let's talk about a drug addict. Yeah. That wakes up every morning and needs that hit. They in love with a drug? Boy, I is love tr- heroin. Is love addiction? I'm oh. addicted to you. Do they come from the same place, love and addiction? Same pheromones. Yeah. Same, not pheromones, same... Uh, same triggers in the brain. Release chemical thingies. But if we if we hark back to the idea of how we had this kind of hate-love dynamic or hate-not-like, because I think that's how a normal relationship runs. So therefore, if we're saying in love is that you wake up and you think about this person and they're like dreamy and awesome, but I don't think in an everyday relationship, long-term relationship, you don't wake up like that. You know, there's days where you're like... Oh, we gotta bloody do this or whatever. Yeah. And so, but I'd I'd still say that that you're in love with them, and it's like, it's an overriding emotion that that is always there, but you don't feel in love. Uh, 
you don't feel like the intense in love every day. I think that's how I kind of interpret it. Maybe maybe love is like love is like the uh, the red blood cells, and hate is like the infection. And and Ooh, so you I like where this is going. You like that one. And so you, you're living your life, and, and you get this hate infection. What it is is, is an inf- infection starts off with an idea or a little a little piece of something, and it can take over your whole body. And love is the thing that combats it over and over again. It's so the, love is the white blood cells of the yeah yeah. It's like the classic when a guy, you know, you've seen them in American uh, stories about a guy who murders a kid. And the parent gives the murderer a hug and say, "I love you. I forgive you." That's the that's the love killing the hate. That's a great example. Yeah. And the murderer breaks down in tears. He's like, "What the hell is this?" And but you've got to have this amazing degree of love to do that. To hug a person that's just killed your kid and say, "I forgive you." That's that's the love killing the hate. But that's not being in love. So there we can no, we can not. we can safely say there's two different definitions. Two different. So so love love is a bit more common, I guess. I don't know. Is it more common? And love's yeah. a, and love's a step up. Yes, I'd I'd say that's how I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess if I said to Hayden, you know, I love your wife. She's a great lady. I said, I'm in love with your wife. Yeah. Oh, it's something yeah. different. It's a difference. Yeah. So what is the difference? Then. Like we say, it's the more intense. In yeah. love is the more intense, the highest. You reserve it for... So it's like the top 90th, the, the okay, 99th percentile yeah. so of hate, hate is the infection, and love is the white blood cells, and in love is the antibiotics. <laughs> Cause the, uh, hang on. Because that will kill everything. Yep. Infection-wise, yes. Yeah, infection-wise. I'm in just love. trying to think how that would work. But, it, but you it? don't take it, so do you? Ha- oh well, actually, maybe you do. So if like if you're if you're at the point where you love someone and you think you're falling in love with them, you're receiving some sort of trigger for the antibiotics to move you from that level to push yeah. the white blood cells higher than the red uh, the infection. Yep. If we, if we say, if we're going to have this two different definitions of love, so love and in love, and in love is the highest one reserved for, you know, the highest form of love, is it is it odd then that you might say, I'm in love with a partner, but I'm not in love with my parents? Shouldn't the parents receive more love? Hmm. Or is it just a different kind That's of love? That's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe in love involves a certain level of affection. Yes. A certain level of res- like reciprocal right I guess reciprocal affection is it maybe yes. maybe because you have the I don't want to say closer relationship but you spend more day to day like I don't live mm. with my parents but yeah. I might live with a partner and have more day to day interactions so that's part of the being in love like more ups and downs and more yeah maybe that's part of it how about this how about this okay you're, you're in a flat situation right with a flatmate and your girlfriend or your fiance right and you think about your flat and go, I love my flatmates, because, you know, when I forget my key, the flatmate comes and always got my back, I love my flatmate, dinner's on, you know, um, vacuums, I don't have to ask my flatmate, just does, yeah. And then your partner you're in love with because they show you a high level of not just the cleaning and the washing, that's, that's lovely, 
but they show you maybe in a certain intimate level, right? Is it, is it maybe because you get more back as well? You get more back. Uh, nice Adam. And then you. when you fall out of love, it's like your partner becomes your flatmate again. They drop down because okay. they go, oh, I've been with this person for three years. I don't need to, to do that in love stuff. I'm just going to cook dinner and wash the clothes and vacuum and give them a hug and a pat on the back. But some some people just survive on love when they need to be in love. In love. I think that's what happened to me. If I can go through from personal experience, I felt like that was part of my equation. Yep. Very much. That's interesting that you phrase it that way. Mm. So yeah. I want to ask you this then. How do you receive the antibiotics? Because people can fall in love with people who are completely unaware of the situation. I'll tell you how. So how does that happen? Because with an infection, the hate infection... Net your body's natural love, the white blood cells, sort it out. Yeah. But you get a situation in your life where the infection takes over and your your natural immunity, love immunity, can't cope. So you need something else. And so when you go through extreme shit in your life and that person is there for you, you're in love with them. That's where the love comes from. Oh, so it's almost like the person is the antibiotics. Yeah. Providing you with the love injection that you need to overcome the hurt and the hate. Yeah. But I think it sounded like you say it's the love-hate. You've got to go through some real crap to go, Yeah, actually, I'm going to survive this because I'm in love with this person. And it could be the fact of my life's flipped upside down. I've got kids. Yeah. I've lost my job, you know. It's, it's a classic uh, if your partner ends up in a wheelchair you're going to hang around or well, if I'm in love with them definitely yep yeah because but can people or do people fall in love with people when they're not in that space though when they have it when they're not in a low low yeah but I think people throw around the idea of being in love yeah too superficially too like you know you might brush arms with a pretty waiter and then go or waitress and go yeah, like that I'm person. in love with that and person and think about it constantly and yeah. build but that's feelings. just like a that's like a little cold if we go with the infection at least it's like a like a minor cold what's it's the, not a proper infection what's like the what's when there's like two, what's the situation for when there's too many white blood cells because there's uh, a thing for that hey mm. we're not medically no leukemia. No. The thing with with in love antibiotics is that you always got to keep it on the shelf handy. And I think some people's bottles are, uh, run out and they don't bother topping it up. And when they when they get through a hard time, um, they've only got their natural immunity to kill kill that infection. They hate infection. And it's not enough. So you got to keep it topped up. Got to be accessible. However, people get hooked on antibiotics, don't they? They get clingy on the love oh, you can't okay. have that you can't get hooked on it so love can be an addiction so it's got to be reciprocal in both both ways do you think people can take love and being in love for granted yep definitely yeah, I think so too or they don't know they don't know what it is they haven't been taught about being in love and they can't see it when they're in it mm. and, and that's actually probably what it is what I'm trying to like get at because like like you said, the waiter brushes your arm, and then like, and that's just a brush. If you were in the street, you just accidentally bumped into someone, but the, it's a different setting. So the waiter brushed your arm, then you started thinking, 
actually she's quite attractive and then you're like I wonder what she does in the meantime and then so your your body's or your mind's slowly building like this love picture mm. but it's like you say we don't know what it is and we don't know we haven't talked about it so we don't know so we our minds and our hearts are building our own definition of what it is and that's how you fall in love with someone even though they don't know mm. or that you're reciprocating but one person moves first because you know you know they don't say it for such a long time that I love you because they're like oh I don't know if you're at the same spot that I was and it's like well we should talk about it and find out if we are at the same place or if you had talked about it earlier you'd be like oh this is kind of what it's supposed to feel like I've got a good idea maybe I can say it and you might say it earlier than you would have or we're going to I think with any couple you got to sit down and go are you in love with him? Are you in love with her? Or him and him or whatever, yeah. right? If the answer's no, you got to do something about it because you can't continue like that. And people just do. They go, oh, yeah. I love... Go, oh, I still love that person. I, I love, still love you and yeah. care for you. But we're not in love. And then we're just going to continue the path of that we're going down at the moment. Because society says if you are with someone for X amount of socially acceptable time, you shouldn't be apart from them even though you're not in love with them. Now, society looks down on that sort of stuff and said, oh, no, 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 no. You can't do that. You can't have uh, another... You can't start your life over again because you've already started this love thing. You said, yeah, but there'll always be love there, but yes, you need that, that higher form of it. Yeah. Have you heard of the five love languages? I have. No, but <coughs> so tell me. It's, it's really good because... Um, I think after uh, reading this and understanding and there's online tests and things you can do and I would encourage our listeners Is French one of them? Uh, no Music? Well, uh, Welsh is actually Welsh, a Welsh. Gaelic Gaelic hmm. Grinder language um, So <laughs> Gaelic uh, Five love languages <laughs> Just got it uh, It's really good and I in my past relationship um, we, we compared our love languages because we actually had quite different languages and uh-huh. the five are this and these are five different parts so love one it. is receiving gifts receiving gifts one is spending quality time one is words of affirmation one is words of acts of service sorry acts of service and the last one is physical touch so there's mm. five different ways effectively to express and communicate your love so hang on hang on so you everyone should have all five or do, no it's just what? people have different they they express love differently through those five different things yep. if you can pigeonhole it and also people um feel more love when those five things come to them so for example you might have a partner or you might be someone who shows love through physical touch and that may be the way you communicate with your partner that, that you that you are in love with them um, but then they might not like physical touch and they might not receive it as well as you so then you've got to figure you know how you resolve that in your relationship or you know your partner might you know want the quality time that's how you can show them others you need to spend quality time with them so you know what you got there you got the prescription mm. for the antibiotic oh, sitting right in your hand here we go and you got to say but you do you got to be blatant say hey look <clears throat> i the way I, I i love expressing love is physical touch and you might go oh for me it's acts of service well, I didn't know that. Sweet. Now we got the we can we can cash this in now yeah, whenever so then, we need to. So it's great. You know, in that example, if if your partner appreciates extra service and sees that as love, you know, then you do the dishes and you you know you do the vacuuming before they get home, and they're like, wow, they really love me because I've 
they've done that they've done that acts of service so I um, would encourage people to have a look at the uh, languages of love and see how it relates to them and their partner and maybe it can help you reach a common a common ground so so that's how you obviously fall out of love if you say I need physical touch and that's my language mm. and they go I don't speak that language sorry yeah it might I mean that might change if, if you explicitly don't have it like if you're quite a physical loving person but your partner's not then you either have to decide if you're okay with that or whether you compromise or whether you then um, find some other middle ground so maybe they really like um, what was the other ones touch my ass while I'm vacuuming <laughs> <type thing. laughs> or maybe they like words of affirmation so they like um, compliments and you like that as well and you can give them out and then that's your way of showing love to each other because you know if I think about um you know, if I think role modeling, because I think one way to learn about love is to see um, um, people that are in love, couples that are in love, and how they show love. And if I think to some couples, I know some couples that don't do physical touch at all. Like I've never seen them hold hands or hardly kiss or whatever. But then they still love each other, but they have different ways of showing it. So here's, here's my question: You got your five languages. <clears throat> Personally, you say this is my number one language. Because I'm fluent in this one. This is my second, third, fourth, fifth in order. And your partner goes through and goes. Yeah, I don't do one to three, but you can get the four and the five. Is that good enough? Well, it depends how much you're willing to compromise. And some couples might say, yep, we can just do the fourth one down. And some people might say, no, it's not enough for me to stay with this person. Maybe it's not, maybe we're not in love. Maybe we just love. Or is, maybe that, we're just is, like, is that okay though? Oh, yeah. I mean, if you don't, it's, yeah, it's like if you don't speak French with someone, you can't, I don't know if you can necessarily learn the different languages. You could maybe have a go at it. You got to make the effort, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I think I'm just reading this. Um, just reading it here now. I went ahead and looked just to find out a bit more. And they're all doing things. You have to actively be doing something yep. for the other person. Mm, that's um, good. So, like words of information, give them, give them the "you look good today" in that dress. I love you. Thank you. I love you in that dress. Thank you very um, much. Do do something for them. Acts of service. You know, going, going turn on that um, vacuum robot. It'll buzz around for the next four hours and miss that one. That'll turn spot. them on. Yeah, mm. turns them on. Receiving, so you're doing something for them. It's all it's all outward stuff, eh? The only probably one thing I would say that is maybe giving back. Maybe is potentially the quality time slash physical touch because you both have to be there, I guess. But you, you can't really be. Can you be a passive? Can you passively be in love? Like if you just sit next to someone without doing any of these things, can you really be in love with them if you don't no. get them gifts? Or no, yeah, I so think you have to be doing yeah, something. Yeah, you have to actively Love's love. actively being, hey, being proactive good. about something. Can't procrastinate. Yeah, so, can't so, procrastinate so love is um, reciprocal and it's active. Mm. Those are two things we've unpacked today. They're so good. Love it. Love oh, it. Do you love it or do you, I really, you in love with it? I really, really like that point. <laughs> Well, um, yeah, I've got to say that's. Um, I think we've hit the nail on the head there, guys. Yeah, that's, that's do really something. Good. In love is a step above being, above loving, and you can love a lot of things, but there has for it to be true love, it has to be reciprocated. It has to be active. Can be active. What's that part? Active and reciprocated. Yeah. There's going to be one more. I feel like we need a third one in there. there was, I thought there was a third one. I have to replay it. Um, oh, I was going to say. No, lost it. No, don't know. I, I, I know. It, it's reciprocal and it's active, but and there's levels of. Yeah, yeah. yes. Those are there's levels of love. And, and that's pretty, 
pretty clear. So saying so being in love and love is actually a thing. I've got I've got two challenges to issue. Podcasting yep. challenges, homework, if you will. No, I shouldn't say that. Home learning. Shouldn't say that either. Just do this. Progression. 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 One thing to do is go if you if you're in a relationship, go do the love languages yep. test online so and just see me. how you communicate. Just me doing this thing. Well, this is our listeners. This is our yeah, our ones yeah. of listeners. Yeah. Ones of them. <laughs> um, the okay. second thing is you need to go call your parents, call your grandparents, and just tell them that you love them at the end of the phone call. Generally, talk to them, listen to them, and then just oh. tell them to say, "I okay. love you, mum." Now let's That's let's let's flip the script. Let's do it at the start. There's a start the phone call. Oh yes. Call on and say, "Hey, how are you?" I love yeah, you. I just wanted to let you know I love you, and then see where the conversation goes. Oh. You reckon? I'm just going to text it. Yeah. Why well, <laughs> we got to wait till the end though? I'm going to Instagram it. Like, I'm tagging on Instagram. We're doing it at the end and saying, I love you. And you, you spend an hour talking to that person. You know, you might, I don't know. Maybe it will make things more meaningful during that hour if you started it off like that. And if you, okay, so if you, and if you haven't got a partner or your parents aren't alive, just love yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Always love yeah. yourself. You gotta. Yeah, yeah. Are you in love with yourself? No, no, no. That's oh, oh. Why not? <coughs> why? Yeah. Some people, people are. You have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. That's classic. Oh yes, yep. yes. That's a fourth thing. Can you be in love with yourself? <sighs> some Ooh. people try. Yeah, some some people. people come across as they are. Is that a negative con- connotation? It does sound a bit negative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm in love with myself. I love myself. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Well, this is the thing, man. Like, if you if you have a breakup, the first thing they people tell you is like oh you know love yourself first get get yourself back on track so you need to be in love with yourself though have to be yeah I think so and I think that if you outwardly I think pe- it's not the norm for people to see it and so that's why people go oh look at that guy so in love with himself or look at her she's, she's yeah she's in love with herself or she's so up herself but it's just the fact that people don't see other people loving themselves as much as they hope other people love them maybe I don't know but I think it's it shouldn't be too bad as long as you're not come, as long as you're not a dickhead about it I think it's okay definitely love yourself maybe multiple times a day that's healthy it's perfectly healthy yeah. hmm. that's the norm so yeah that's cool cool so we are currently at 42 minutes. We're going to wrap this thing up with our new stolen segment. Yes, we have to do this. How is something like sex? So um, I'll introduce it. Mr. T, it's your, it's your topic. So you kick, off us, kick us off first. How is love like sex? Love is like sex because it comes and goes. Yep, Lo- love is like sex <laughs> because it can hurt you. Okay. Mm. That's very literal and somewhat saddening. <laughs> <laughs> um, lovers like sex because it's good to share it around. True. Yeah. It's anymore. Yeah, I've got lovers like sex because you feel it deep inside you. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> deep and meaningful. Oh, lovers like sex because it should be deep and meaningful. Yes. Yes. Any more? Love is like sex. Because you should love yourself first. Ah. No, yes. Yeah, generally, yeah. That's healthy. Love is like sex because you should clean up after yourself. It's an acts of service, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Got it. 
love is I, I say this for everything love is like sex it's give and take yeah oh that's good love is like sex because it comes from within love oh, is, oh yes. that's, that's good. good um love is like sex because it's always better to give than receive yes yes yeah well, no I don't know I just was reading receiving this <laughs> no one's allowed like, to throw that out there and it's Christmas man oh yeah, yeah. love is like sex because if you turn your back on it it hurts <laughs> some people like that no I'm just yeah well um, love is always better when you say yes to it hmm do you miss that one I'm not gonna deep thinking okay trying cool. to think of some more okay we're 45 minutes love is like sex because it's always better in a group yep always <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it is. I'm sure uh, it always looks better, for sure. No. Um, no, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say something about disappointment in group setting, but... Oh, that'd be a good one. <laughs> I can't, can't, I can't angle it. Oh, wait, love is like sex, because I'm on the, the lookout for it. Because <laughs> you can't. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I can. Because you better to share it with your family okay (laughs) (laughs) on that note yeah on that note hi cousins we'll see you at Christmas time yeah so uh, Maverick Mr T you're our man of the hour so you lead us out okay so um, that's been uh, DNM podcast episode 11 on love just just we need before Christmas time Um, and so uh, I've been Mr T I'm Eddie Cohen remember to hit us on all our handles at the DNM podcast um, love to hear your ideas and opinions especially on love and if you've done these challenges yeah definitely get us and I'm Hayden Stuvler and um, we are DNM podcast just slide on in <laughs> <laughs>